Welcome to the Dashboard Effect Podcast. I'm Brick Thompson. And I'm Greg Brown. Hey, Greg. Good to have you back. Yeah, thanks, Brick. Good to be back. Yeah. All right. So today we're going to be talking about a topic that I'm hearing about a lot from our customers, which is the topic of hiring in this in this current environment we're in. So we're in uh, October 2022, near the end of that. Um, even though there's a lot of prognostications about we're headed into or maybe a bad recession, unemployment is still really low. And I'm hearing from successful companies that one of the main things holding them back right now is simply being able to hire the talent, the number of people, good good people that they need to grow. And so we wanted to talk today a little bit about how you can use BI to help you. Yeah, that's right. And this does come with the caveat. We're obviously not an HR or recruiting consultancy. You know, that's not the way we look at the world. We look at the world through data glasses, so to speak. And so, you know, we we understand that a lot of companies have talent acquisition platforms, applicant tracking platforms. Those have a lot to offer. Companies have a a different landscape when it comes to those tools and, and the data points available to them. So that's what we're really focusing on is regardless of the systems or infrastructure, what are the data points at your company and how could you consolidate that into a way to visualize hiring performance? Good. All right. Well, we'll jump, we'll jump into that quickly. I just want to say, as you, as you mentioned, these applicant tracking systems platforms, They'll have native reporting. And you used a system in a previous career where you were doing a bunch of hiring. Um, and your experience was, yeah, it's in there, but it takes a bunch of work to get to it. And what we're talking about and where we think there's value in using BI, even taking that same data, is that you can fine-tune the reporting to what you care about to really drive your hiring process. And you can set your KPIs so that you're seeing, for example, a number, you know, a part of the the report goes yellow if your average days to scheduling uh, an interview goes over what you want it to be. So you can really manage your processes, that type of thing. That's right. And and even considering the composition of certain platform companies where you have legacy systems coming in, some systems have more capability and data points and reporting than others, and you have to have a complete picture of how the company is performing, right. which, which you can't do by just massing up different sources. Right. If you're part of a PE-owned company that's doing acquisitions, yes, that's a constant constant challenge. Okay, so what what are the types of uh, data that you think uh, could benefit from going into a, a sort of more generalized BI system for reporting? Yeah, and so it's really, you know, any sort of data that that brings visibility to the hiring pipeline. So from the start of the process, when you're posting jobs, you have applicants submitting resumes, to when you're scheduling interviews, to when you're extending offers, and that re- that entire life cycle or pipeline of hiring. You know, th- those are the sort of data points you want to think about. And, you know, there's different metrics that companies may want to look at specifically. It might depend on the industry. And again, you know, sometimes source systems may not have that sort of tailor metric that you need to see for your business. Other times, it's just hard to visualize and see that. Um, But really, in general, it's those data points relating to the hiring pipeline and your performance in that. Okay. So let's, let's get specific. What data points are you thinking about? Yeah. So things that come to mind for me are the time it takes companies to respond to applicants when they first apply for a job. 
The other one that comes to me, and, and I can speak to this a little bit from my past experience, is the number of days or the amount of time it takes from an applicant that's applying to the actual interview taking place. And, and one of the reasons, of course, that metric is so important is that you have to imagine, again, s- certainly in specific industries, that applicants are applying to a number of jobs. And the, the first maybe two or three interviews that that applicant has, there's a, a greater likelihood they may not come to your interview if it's a week later or five days right. later. And so that's an important metric to consider how much more successful could we be if we improve that by a day or two days. And so I think that's one that comes to mind for me as well. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's such a competitive hiring market right now that if you're, you know, five days slower than your competitor, that could cost you a great applicant. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there's more advanced applications or data points that companies collect. I mean, some companies do candidate uh, surveys or interviews after the hiring process to really understand how did the recruiter perform? Were you able to ask questions during the interview? Did our job description match how the hiring manager portrayed the job in the interview? And it really gives them an understanding of how people are conducting themselves and the process in hiring and where there could be some opportunities to improve. and, and that sort of survey and, and data collection process might not be feasible for every company. Sure. But that's another example of how you could use data to inform your strategy and decisions on where do we need to improve in that hiring pipeline. Yeah. Okay. What if uh, what if I don't have a, a applicant track, tracking platform or system? You know, how do I do it then? Yeah, that's a great question. It, it's not a, a prerequisite to building a dashboard and creating visibility into your hiring pipeline. There's many different solutions. You know, one thing that comes to mind for me is uh, Power BI's goals feature. Mm -hmm. And that allows you to have essentially a manual data entry, but then that data is being rolled up into an executive level scorecard that really shows you the metrics that you care about. And that's a nice basic solution that a company can get started with uh, without any sort of source system. Sure. The the key point there is that you're collecting data that, that folks are inputting what they need to, but that you're able to really get the information you want on those metrics without having to invest in a source system. And again, applicant tracking systems and and, and talent acquisition systems have a lot to offer. But if a business is saying, well, boy, we have to do that before we can get reporting built, you don't need to. You know, there's other ways to do that. Yeah. And I mean, you could put data straight into Excel and uh, create good reports off of that. I think, uh, you know, even a company as small as us, I mean, we're what, 32 people, something like that. Um, so we have a small HR department. People share roles there. Um, but there's responsibilities around hiring that even the couple of people that are working on that, we have reporting for that, that helps them to know whether they're on track. And a lot of times it's not the case that, oh, someone's just shirking their responsibility. Most times it's not. It's the case that it's busy. <laughs> you know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of churn. And it's easy to let a day or two go by when you meant to respond a lot quicker. And if you have a report, um, you know, we put a, a lot of TVs around our office with reports on. If you have that, you see really quickly and, and you can go and fix that. Yeah, and I think for the folks that are involved in that, the, the hiring managers, the folks that are that are uh, making the decisions and, and taking the actions in the hiring pipeline, it's important for them to see that scoreboard and understand, you know, where could I improve? How am I performing? And and to really have a daily update on that, to yeah. not just get a sense of, well, I think I'm doing good enough, but I, I don't really have a place to check necessarily. And, yeah. and of course, we talk about that and how dashboards provide that in all different areas of a business, not just hiring. Yeah, we have a, a client company much larger than ours. Uh, they're, they're PE backed. 
there's a big platform uh, and, and a bunch of add-ons to that, a bunch of subsidiaries. Um, they don't have a centralized uh, applicant tracking system. Um, part of their uh, hiring function is to go out and get data from all of these subsidiaries on how hiring is going, things like open positions by position and by market and um, you know days to fill and all that stuff. And they gather that into Excel and then they can do some reporting out of Excel, but we're helping them to turn that into a more easily digestible um, dashboard that everybody on senior leadership can see. So they can see whatever level they're at. If they're at the top level, they can see sort of the aggregate view. Or if they're working in one of the regions or one of the subsidiaries, they can see just their stuff and maybe even how they compare to how others are doing. Um, and this is just a, a critical um, problem for them to solve because they can't grow. They could easily grow. They have the business, uh, but they need the people to be able to deliver the business. Yeah. And you need a quick way to just check where do we stand today? Where do yeah. we stand this week compared to last week? What conversations do we need to have this week to try to get movement on some of the metrics and figures that, that we're seeing that we think we could improve? And yeah. like you said, it's rarely that someone's just not doing their job. There, there could be other hurdles or issues coming up that are impeding their ability to improve these metrics. But unless you have a scorecard and a way of visualizing and starting that conversation, you may never have it and you may never get to the root of where where is the opportunity to improve. Yeah. Okay. How else uh, can people benefit from data in this in this process? Yeah, you know, I think uh, a couple of different areas come to mind for me. You know, I think, um, as I mentioned, you know, with like candidate surveys and, and information like that, you know, it's, it's hard if you imagine yourself as the, the CEO of a, of a, you know, standard mid, mid-market company. You can imagine that, yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like my hiring managers are, are doing the right things or starting interviews on time. We're giving applicants a good sense of the business. We're showing them the benefits of working here. But you don't. I mean, some of that's trust. You can't be there for every single interview. You can't see all of that. And so getting those kind of insights, I think, uh, can be interesting. Like I said, it's not appropriate for every size company, but that's one area where you can get more data on how that's being and, and you would do that through surveys after the fact? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, of course, there's all the standard stuff with surveys. Some people won't fill them out, but, you know, you would hope to get a reflective sample size. And, of course, you know, if you send those to applicants that are accepted and rejected from jobs, you'll get some candid feedback. And, you know, you, you of course, can anonymize that feedback. You can filter it so that it's channeled the right way. But ultimately, it gives you a sense of, okay, when that person walked through our front doors, virtually or in person, what was their impression of our company? Did we we put our best foot forward? Because, of course, that's going to massively hamper your ability to compete with other uh, companies uh, when you're looking to hire. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like we are kind of HR experts. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anything else you wanted to add to this? No, Brick, I mean, I think we covered all of it. And, and again, we're not HR experts, but <laughs> we, we are you know, experts at, at analyzing, okay, what is the landscape at your company? What's the data environment? What data points do you have? What, what can we create here? And how can we make that visibility much easier for you so that you can do the more important thing, which is to take action on the metrics where you feel you can improve, to have those conversations and to track those improvements. It, it starts with the visibility and awareness. That can be done in a lot of different environments, either with a lot of different systems or with no systems. And so I think that's what we are more the experts on. I think that we would always look, and and we do this in any functional area, to partner with the subject matter experts at that business. They they often know more about their individual industry or or vertical than we do. And so we have to partner with them to understand, okay, what is it you would like to see? And let's pressure test that a bit. 
But then, okay, we think we can construct that for you. Let us figure out that data strategy to get there. You know, that's what we're the experts on. And again, such a critical issue, regardless of where things go in the macroeconomic side. And, you know, I can... I can feel pretty confident without being an expert that they'll continue to be fierce competition, especially yeah. in certain industries over the next couple of years. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. Well, I think yeah. it's a, this is uh, an interesting topic just because it highlights how you can apply data to just about any business problem you've got. I mean, typically when you're thinking about BI, you're thinking sort of uh, operations data, you know, how's the factory running? How's the sales uh, team functioning? Tell us about the financials, you know, that type of thing. But uh, in HR, it tends to be a little squishier, but you can apply it just the same way there. There's still business processes and there are still metrics to to uh, gain value from. That's right. And like you said at the, at the top, if that's what's inhibiting your growth as a company, that's where the yeah. urgency should be to, to create that visibility, um, just like you would in any other area of the yeah. business. Okay, well, we'll go ahead and wrap up. Thank you, Greg. It's uh, been an interesting conversation. I'll see you again soon. Yeah, thanks, Brick. Always my pleasure. All right.